Uh, the reason why I wanted to do this, I, talk, I was talking to Chris. Like, a lot of people are freaking out right now. And Chris is actually putting out a lot of great information today. Uh, but, you know, uh, Chris was on the show about a month ago. And it was one of the most impactful, uh, eye-opening. Uh, well, when I, when I watched Chris speak, it was one of the most impactful, eye-opening things that I've, uh, I've seen. Um, and after the podcast, I actually bought, you know, let's see, what's the book here? You know, Becoming Your Own Banker. And I also bought, so I finished that one. And then um, uh, about halfway through with the 501k plan. And so, but not only did I enjoy it, but actually a lot of people have reached out to me, wealthy people that are saying, man, you know, it's crazy that I've gone this long without knowing about these concepts. And like me, they're irritated, frustrated, aggravated, you know, that, that they didn't know about this stuff. So that was really, really eye-opening. And then the last couple of weeks, you know, some major, major things happened. So again, you know, regardless of what your your opinion is on, on on coronavirus, whether you think it's you know no big deal or you know it's the worst thing that's ever happened, like whatever your your view is on the coronavirus, we're not here to talk about that today. That's totally totally irrelevant to today's conversation. Today's conversation is going to be what to do on the financial side, on the money side, how to get control of your money back, and how to move forward, get ready for the upcoming opportunities. Because we're business owners, we're entrepreneurs. We don't have time really to, to freak out. We really just need to, to put our head down and, uh, and keep pressing forward. So, Chris, why don't you share some of the things that you and I have talked about uh, uh, offline? Yeah. So, I mean, these are tough times. And it, it's kind of funny, you know, for months, if not years, I've been telling people that the markets are overheated, that they need to practice what Warren Buffett says, to buy low, sell high, and, and don't lose money. And, you know, we, we all knew that number we one were rule. high point. Number one rule, buy low. Number one, don't lose money. Rule. Don't, yeah, that, well, that's, that's always the number one rule, but you can't not lose money if you don't follow step one and two, which is buy low and sell high. So the people that didn't listen, that didn't take the advice, obviously you see what the impact is of, and I hate to say that it's greed, but sometimes it's greed. Sometimes it's lack of knowledge. Sometimes it's just we get paralyzed in fear. I mean, that's what's going on right now. The people that are still in the market, it's because they just don't know what to do. They don't have the guidance. They don't have the knowledge and they don't have somebody telling them what to do, which that's what we're going to talk about today. I hope we are literally going to talk about the action steps, the things you should be doing right now, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're just, you know, a W2 employee, it doesn't matter. Folks, these are not going to be fun times. Okay, we in the next 30 days, we will be in a recession. Okay, after that, if things don't get better, if they don't find a solution to this virus, if they can't slow this down through control and and what they're doing now, guys, I hate to say this, but depression is very real. So then the biggest question is, is the thing you have to really start asking yourself, and this is the honest to God truth. Do you see this as an obstacle in your life or do you see this as an opportunity? Because it's both. And you have to understand the one thing that's very unique about this for every single one of you is we are all in this together. This is a completely level playing field. We are all at the same level now. Now, before, maybe that wasn't the case. Maybe before somebody was this much further ahead of you, the, the tides just got turned in everybody's level. So now this is the point where you have to decide, is this an obstacle or is this an opportunity? Are you willing and strong enough to push when everybody else is pulling back? Because these are the times that millionaires, multimillionaires, and billionaires are made. But not only is that about money, these are the time that make people leaders. These are the time where you get to be somebody that you never, ever dreamed you could be. You get to be the leader. You get to be the person out there who, help, who helps people. Just today alone, my mom, okay, the single most important person in my life. I, I, I love her to death. 
my mom, I don't want her working. I don't want her going and cleaning people's homes. That's what she does because I'm too worried about her getting this virus because that's very real. So in order to do this, now I know my business is going to get hit really hard. My real estate business, my rentals, do you guys know that they, we can't evict people? And, that, and the tenants know the same thing. So they're going to stop paying rent. Just face it. That's going to happen. Stop complaining about it. We're all there together. So if your tenants are going to stop paying you rent, what are you going to do? You're going to get mad or are you going to work with them? Are you going to get mad or are you going to come up with policies and procedures to handle this situation empathetically? Understand something. Everybody's in a tough place. Businesses are crippled. People are losing jobs by the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of jobs are being lost every single day. These are the people that you rent to. These are the people that you buy properties from. These are the people that you sell properties to. Level playing field. This is that time where you get to shine. This is that time where I swear to God, if you just push, if you push hard, you are going to take more market share than you can ever possibly believe. So what do they got to do? What's, what's, the, what's the first step? And actually, I like what uh, Bottom says here. Hardworking mothers create visionary leaders. Uh, so correct. what's the first step right now? So can we all just understand the things I'm going to tell you today are, are things that are going to make you think very different and they're not going to be the norm. You, you actually, some of you might think I am absolutely completely out of my mind and that's okay. That's okay because maybe I am, but I'll tell you something. It's not just me. You see, I work with multimillionaires and billionaires. I pay mentors thousands and thousands of dollars a month to learn just to be able to ask them, what are you doing? What are you doing in these times? What should I be doing? And you know what they do? They send me over lists of things. They send me over lists of things that I need to be doing. So let me share what I pay a lot of money for. First and foremost, here's the thing you need to understand. We are approaching a very critical time in this right now. Cities in different states are being quarantined, which means people are now sitting at home. They can't work. They can't do anything. Businesses are shutting down. But the other thing that's going to get really scary is when that happens, you got to start understanding that money is going to start locking up. And the number one thing that me and Steve talk about a lot is control of your money. When you heard me talk about the money multiplier, the banking systems with the insurance companies, folks, that's all about control. That's all about you getting control of your money because that is what matters right now. So let's just take some simple steps of how you can get control of your money. First and foremost, do you have any lines of credit? Okay. Do you have lines of credit out there? I don't care if they're unsecured, regular lines. And those lines of credit, ha are, how much money do you have in them? Because you know what I just did? I went to every line of credit I had, every personal and every business line of credit, and I took it all. I transferred 100% of the money in the lines of credit into my bank accounts, but I didn't stop there. And you might say that's crazy because you might, well, let's just talk just a second. Why would I do that? Why would I max out my home equity line of credit? Why would I max out all my lines? Why would I take all that money? Because in a game like this, in a crisis like this, the one with the most money and the cash flow that can make it the longest wins the game. And if I don't have access to my capital, if I don't have access to my capital right here, right now, I can't take advantage of opportunities. I can't help my mom. I can't help my elderly neighbors. I can't help the people that I care about. And folks, that's all that matters. The one thing crisis The one thing this crisis will never, ever, ever be able to take away from any of you is love and your families. So if I have access to money, I can take advantage of opportunities. I can help people that are going to lose their houses to foreclosure. I can help them by taking and buying their house or working out a, a sub two deal. And then I can rent it back to them so they can stay in their house during these tough times. That's a win-win, right? 
but I can't do that if I don't have capital. So I took all that capital. I got it all in my possession because I'll tell you what will happen if we can learn anything from the past. In the past, in 2009, what happened is the banks froze your lines. You guys heard my story on the last podcast about in 2014, the banks froze all my lines and I was dead. And you know what? I couldn't take advantage of any opportunities. I had to sell everything and I had to bury my head in the sand. You don't have to be there and I'm not going to be there. Take all your lines. And if you don't have any lines and you haven't yet got out to get that home equity line of credit, today marks the day where you have to start. If you have equity in your house, you need to go tap into it because banks are still lending. I promise you banks are still lending. They have to. That's what they do. That's how they make a living. Get applying for home equity lines of credit. And you might say, but Chris, I can't leave my house. Great, online. We live in a digital age where you can go apply for a home equity line of credit right from your computer. Get on it, folks, because here's what's going to happen with your lines of credit, or I'm sorry, your equity in your house. Your equity in your house is going to start disappearing. Real estate's at its peak, and it's still there. Even though the stock market's going down, real estate's a lagging indicator. You still got three to six months for real estate to remain at these levels or start coming off of their highs. Get that equity out now. It doesn't take long, and it doesn't cost you anything. And when you get it, get it in your control. So now let's just say you act on that. And you say, Hang on, before I, real quick, let me, let me interrupt you right there. I mean, like, so during, I started in the recession, right? I started in 2007, and I had a credit card that I paid on time every month, never missed a payment, right? And I was doing good. Did I rack up some credit card debt? Absolutely. You know, those that know my story knows that I racked up a lot of credit card during the bad times. But I always paid my, my credit card. And... Just one day, my credit card stopped working. I was like, oh, did I max it out? What happened? And I called Chase Bank, and they said, uh, we don't believe that you can pay this, so we just froze your credit card. And that was it. And I went from, you know, I was, that was my business at the time, right? I'm not saying this was the right way to run a business. I wouldn't encourage it, but at that time, that's how I was running my business. I was managing everything. My cash flow or my, my, my line of credit was my credit card. And so, man, that was a big stomach punch going from like using, you know, everything's flowing, everything's getting paid to bam, no more, no more line of credit or no more credit. That was a big and, deal. You know, the, Steve, the, these personal stories are the ones that matter because you know what? The biggest thing we can learn going into this crisis, this pandemic, this epidemic, whatever you want to call it, is we can learn what happened in the past. The one thing that I learn most of my info from is not listening to the talking heads, is not watching the news, is not going on and looking at everything. You know what it is? It's reading books like The Creature from Jekyll Island or Jekyll Island. So I always say that wrong. That book predicted this. There's so many other books that predicted this. You literally could understand the past and then predict what, would have, what was about to happen. And here we are, folks. It's happening. And now is the time when you need to decide what's going to happen. So you mentioned credit cards. Okay, so would it be wrong if that's all somebody had was a credit card, that they had a line and they had those checks that the credit cards always mail? Would it be wrong for you to advance that cash, get it in your bank account? I would say no. But then a lot of people are going to sit there and they're going to say, yeah, but Chris, man, then I got all these payments and I'm trying to cut back on my payments. I don't want to make extra payments. Like, I don't even know what I'd use that money for. Listen to me very carefully. And this might be the most important thing you get out of this live. Cost is only an issue in the absence of value. Let me repeat that. Cost is only an issue in the absence of value. The cost for you maxing out those lines, those monthly minimum payments you have to make, which is what you should be making right now, minimums. Listen, use the money multiplier method. Use the banking system to pay all your debt off after. 
we take our market share, after we push, after we make a difference in this. Right now is not the time. If you are in a business that can push and you need capital to push, this isn't the time to start deploying your capital to pay down credits. This is the time to use that credit. This is what credit's for. This is what good debt is, folks. So the cost that you're going to have to incur for doing this, find a way to pay it. Go out in your garage, go in your attic, go in your basement, find things you can sell in Marketplace and sell them cheap. I don't care if that's what it takes for you to afford that minimum payment for taking an advance on your credit card, that minimum payment to, for taking that home equity line out. It doesn't matter. Now you've got the cash and no one can take that, but actually they can. Do you guys understand what martial law is? If you don't, Google martial law. This is I see you, Steve. Do you want to say anything on martial law before I get into this one? Because I mean, martial law. I mean, they're talking about they're talking about Stafford law. They're talking about basically martial law is when all you know your bill of rights basically go away, right? I mean, they've got the the the, the imagery is these you know army soldiers on trucks driving around the neighborhoods. I mean, every every movie you watch where there's like a space invasion or something, or after a nuclear war, and everyone's in like these fences. And then it's just the jeeps driving around. That's kind of what martial law is. It's exactly. it's really excessive, but that's FEMA. FEMA is part of martial law. And did you guys hear that FEMA's been deployed in certain areas, New York City? You guys don't understand what FEMA is because the media will tell you FEMA is just money for you like helping through this. Well, here's the biggest thing I can tell you about martial law, and then I'm going to explain it because if you start hearing martial law, which you're seeing the signs of it quarantines, restrictions, all these things. These are the lead-ups. FEMA, another lead-up. And this is what you should be thinking. That's right. Martial law means we lose control. If martial law is called, we basically lose control. And I'm here talking to you about taking back control. So let's talk about how you're going to do that. So if martial law happened, that's worst case scenario, but it, we got we to gotta think for the plan for the worst and hope for the best, right? That's what we need to do. Remember now we've just taken all those lines of credit. We just got all that cash in our bank accounts. Now, how many bank accounts do most of you have? One, maybe two? Are they all at the same bank? Well, if they are, I don't know if any of you have gone to the bank lately or heard stories of people that have gone to the bank to take withdrawals. What are the banks doing? They're out of cash. The banks aren't, they're not, yeah, they're out of cash. You can't take any more. I just heard today in California, 3,000 now. Like you go to the bank to take out your money. Let's say you got $200,000 in your bank account. You've been feeling so good about it. You're so good. You got all this money in the bank account and you go there and the bank says, I'm sorry, sir. You can only, sir or ma'am, you can only take out 5,000 or you can only take out 3,000. What happened to control, right? You don't have control. Okay. So if martial law is called, you don't control your bank account. So you know what I did? And this is what you should all do. You got all this money in one or two banks, right? Well, it's called diversification. Guess what? Play the shell game. Just take your money in $5,000 or $10,000 increments and spread it out over many banks, a bunch of commercial banks. Go to Bank of America. Go to Wells Fargo. Go to your local community banks. Help build relationships with three or four community banks and then credit unions. Spread your money out, folks. Try to keep it to $5,000 in each one of these banks. Hey, you know what else you're doing here? You're building relationships with banks. Banks are still su are suffering through this too. Small con community banks and credit unions, they need your deposits. You can build unbelievable relationships in these times because they need you as much as you need them. So spread your bank accounts out over many different banks. And then what I did, I didn't do that because I've got my banking systems, but I know you guys are, a lot of you are new to the banking systems. I took the checks just the same day I transferred from my lines of credit and I wrote checks. 
to all my insurance policies. I wrote checks to every one of those specially designed whole lives and I mailed it to those whole life companies and I'm gonna pay off all the lines or loans that I had out on those because now I've diversified beyond banks. Now I've gone to insurance companies. Insurance companies don't operate the same way in martial law. They don't operate the same way as banks. They don't have the same controls as banks do. Banks, just so you know, com 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 not community or credit unions, but commercial banks, if you think that commercial banks aren't owned by the government or controlled by the government, boy, oh boy, you have to start reading some books because you are kidding yourself if you think that that's not the case and you need to understand the Federal Reserve. So folks, get as much money as you can. Get it now, not tomorrow, not next week, not the week after, right now. My watch, what does my watch say? It says now, that's the time you have to act now. And then get that bank, those bank accounts spread out over lots of different banks. That's awesome. And you know, for some of you guys that are first time seeing Chris, there's two resources, you know, uh, he was on my podcast, like I said, a few weeks ago. I uh, checked that out. I think that was really eye opening. Uh, today we're talking about taking actions, but the foundation, the groundwork, you know, is, is in that podcast. Uh, also, you know, uh, Chris actually has some other information online. It's moneydisruptors.com. You can check that out later on after this call to get some more in-depth information. Uh, so, Chris, you know, we've taken all the money out. We've maxed out the lines of credit. We've put it in multiple banks. Now what? Okay, well, let's take one more additional step. Let's talk about where all the money really is in this country, employer-sponsored retirement plans. There's over $40 trillion right now in employer-sponsored retirement plans. And guess what? A lot of, the, a lot of America... A lot of America and the people that own these 401ks, 403bs, 457s, a lot of their concerns are they just lost all of their gains. All of their gains from 2009 erased inside of two weeks. I think it's about two weeks. I might be off on time. But think about this, right? Think about this, folks. It took us 11 years to get to this high point where everybody was riding the gravy train. We were way up here. It took two weeks for the markets to erase that. Two weeks. Was that worth taking the extra risk? These are just lessons we all need to learn, okay? I was out a year ago, and you know what? By me getting out of the markets, out of all stocks, a year ago, do you know what I, what I gave up? 10 to 15% in gain, and shame on me for giving up on gains. But you know what? I looked at it, and I said, the risk isn't worth the reward. I lost 10 to 15% in gains by getting out early, and I'm at the top of the mountain, folks. When I think about like where I'm at, I'm looking out over the clouds, I'm watching the sun come up and the sun go down and I can pick and choose wherever I want to go because I got out at the top. And some of you got out, you know, last week or the week before when the market was down, you're still at the top of the mountain, folks, because we haven't even really seen the fallout. We're sitting at 20,000, which is a strong support in the stock market, but we could fall to 15 very easily because the next cliff, the next cliff we're going to do when we break through this floor is about 16,000. That's where it's going to stop. And folks, if you're not out now because you're like, I've already lost too much, I'm just going to ride it out, just start thinking about what that means and how much control you're giving up by not taking your money and putting it into cash. How much more could you lose and how much longer do you want to have those losses? Because if you get out now, okay, and this isn't for everybody, I just, I want everybody to know that my thoughts, my suggestions are mine. Okay, these are my opinions. These aren't for everybody. I don't want you to think that everybody in America should be getting out of the stock market. But if you're a business owner that can take advantage of opportunities, you guys need to think about this. So if America, now let's go back to the 401ks. If America, well, before you get there, right, because I just, I just want to emphasize that point. This advice is not necessarily for everybody, right? This advice is for people on this call who actually can control their destiny, right? Who can actually make a difference, uh, pivots, real time, 
right? Like if you're working a regular job, I'm not saying that you can't take advantage of the markets, but the opportunities aren't as readily available to you. Like for us, if we're wholesaling, we see the best deals. Like, sorry, if you're, if you're a regular buyer, you just don't have access to these opportunities, right? So for us, we are able to make some quick changes, quick uh, profits, you know, very, very fast. So for this advice, this isn't necessarily what we're talking about on this call. It's not necessarily for Joe Blow. This is really for people like us on the call who actually are entrepreneurs and can dictate our future. That's so important, Steve. And you know what? I'm going to, with this whole market thing, first, I'm trying to help you understand what's going on in America. Then I'm going to help you understand where the opportunity is for all of you. So I'm so glad you said that because you're right. This isn't for everybody, but this is something everybody needs to know. One of the biggest things that I'm doing right now is trying to spread knowledge. I'm I'm trying to give as many people my knowledge, my guidance, and my coaching and direction because that's what America needs. And if everybody can understand what's in this stupid little thing right here, everybody's going to have a lot more opportunities. I hate to say that. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but for crying out loud, like sometimes I think I know too much. It scares me, but I need to let people know how to use this knowledge in a very rhythmic systemized way that they can apply it as they need it. So we'll get to that in a bit, but let's go back to the, the $40 trillion sitting in employer sponsored plans. If you're a wholesaler, I got some amazing news for you because guess what? You just got a big promotion because you know what's going to happen for all you wholesalers out there, all you real estate investors, opportunities are going to come in, in, in the masses soon. You're going to have the opportunities to buy houses. You're going to have sellers that you've sent mailers out to that you've hit with text things that ignored you that you know told you to f off all those things you're going to have those people calling you back saying you know are you still interested in buying my house and you know what you're probably going to say you know what i am but my price is now this so you're going to have those opportunities because people are going to need you but what you're going to also need is you're going to need to understand that in this market your buyer pool probably is drying up a little bit Some of your buyers that were some of your best buyers, they're not making the proper steps. Maybe they were overspending, over leveraged. They can't buy anymore. So what you need to do is be ready to be your number one buyer. You need to start thinking that you just might be your next best buyer. So if you're a wholesaler and you're out there pushing and you're spending more on marketing right now, which is hard to think about doing, it's hard to spend money when you know there's going to be no immediate reaction, but just understand the the refrigerators are going to get full with your mailings. Those mailings that you send now are going to sit on those refrigerators and they're going to be like, honey, we, we need to call these guys. We need to call Steve because, you know, we got to consider what's going to happen here. You know, these are going to be real things. And what you need to understand is you're going to need lots of money. You're going to need a ton of money. Just like my book talks about, you're going to need a lot of private capital. Well, guess where a lot of that private capital is? In employer-sponsored retirement plans, in IRAs. It's sitting out there. And the biggest thing right now that just happened, you guys don't even realize, is all those people with employer-sponsored plans, they can't make any money in the markets. They, they can't make money in stocks right now. They're losing money in stocks. So what they're looking for is they're looking for you. They're looking for you and your opportunity. And what is your opportunity? The deal. Your real estate deal you just put under contract, that's your opportunity. You need to structure that deal in a very simple way. And then what you need to start doing is be the beacon of hope, the light in the, in the darkness. You need to start telling people about your opportunities, everybody. First, start with your primary circle, the people closest to you, your friends, your family, 
your coworkers, friends of friends, people that trust you and know you, those are the people you start with. And you go to them and you say, listen, I know we're in hard times, but I've got amazing things happening. I know you're looking at the obstacles and I know things are hard, but I've got an opportunity of the lifetime for you. And their answer is going to be, yeah, this isn't the time for opportunities, Chris, are drying up a little bit. Some of your buyers that were some of your best buyers, they're not making the proper steps. Maybe they were overspending, over leveraged. They can't buy anymore. So what you need to do is be ready to be your number one buyer. You need to start thinking that you just might be your next best buyer. So if you're a wholesaler and you're out there pushing and you're spending more on marketing right now, which is hard to think about doing, it's hard to spend money when you know there's going to be no immediate reaction, but just understand that the refrigerators are going to get full with your mailings. Those mailings that you send now are going to sit on those refrigerators and they're going to be like, honey, we, we need to call these guys. We need to call Steve because, you know, we got to consider what's going to happen here. You know, these are going to be real things. And what you need to understand is you're going to need lots of money. You're going to need a ton of money. Just like my book talks about, you're going to need a lot of private capital. Well, guess where a lot of that private capital is? In employer-sponsored retirement plans, in IRAs. It's sitting out there. And the biggest thing right now that just happened, you guys don't even realize, is all those people with employer-sponsored plans, they can't make any money in the markets. They, they can't make money in stocks right now. They're losing money in stocks. So what they're looking for is they're looking for you. They're looking for you and your opportunity. And what is your opportunity? The deal. Your real estate deal you just put under contract, that's your opportunity. You need to structure that deal in a very simple way. And then what you need to start doing is be the beacon of hope, the light in the, in the darkness. You need to start telling people about your opportunities, everybody. First, start with your primary circle, the people closest to you, your friends, your family, your coworkers, friends of friends, people that trust you and know you, those are the people you start with. And you go to them and you say, listen, I know we're in hard times, but I've got amazing things happening. I know you're looking at the obstacles and I know things are hard, but I've got an opportunity of the lifetime for you. And their answer is going to be, yeah, this isn't the time for opportunities, Chris or Steve. This is the time to like hunker down and do it and say, no, yeah, I know you're right. But you know your retirement plan. You're always telling me how well you did with that retirement plan in the market. Well, I bet you're not doing so well. So what if I could show you how to make five, six, seven percent on your retirement? What if I could show you how not to sit in zero, how not to keep losing money? What if I could take that and I could instantly start paying you five percent on your money? You see how I'm using five percent? You guys might be thinking you're crazy, Chris. I'm, I'm used to paying 10 or 12 percent. Well, everything's on sale now, folks, and so is money. So when we used to have to pay 10 or 12, and just so you guys know, I lend, but my number's still 12. So if you don't like 12, don't call me for money because that's where I'm going to be. That's my comfort zone. But guess what? Everything else went on sale. So people now will have conversations with you about being lenders if you know how to make them a lender, if you know how to teach them how to lend from their employer-sponsored plans. So I, love, they do that? I love what you're talking about here, right? Money's on sale right now because, yeah, you know, when you're competing against the stock market and everything else, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, 5%, like, whatever. Now, boy, that 5% sounds real sexy. Woohoo! This is what it sounds like, folks. <laughs> you guys are like, I'm, I'm laughing here, right? I'm smiling. I've been in a really good mood because, like, I feel like I've been ready for this. And I want all of you watching this. And, Steve, I'm, I, I'm eternally honored to be on here for the second time and, and to be able to help all of your followers and all your people. I, I can't even begin to tell you all how much I appreciate you all for being here because this is the stuff that I need to share. Because a mentor a long time ago told me something that I'm never going to forget. He said, Chris, if you want to make a difference, 
You have to give your best stuff away for free. And that's what I'm doing. I'm giving my best stuff away for free. And he said, you know, he said, so many people won't do this because they're afraid of giving something away that, and then somebody's not going to need them. Well, folks, if you give your best stuff away, if you give everything you got out there for free, you all of a sudden become the beacon of hope for people. And there's going to be some people that will take your knowledge and just go use it, never need you. But there's going to be a lot of people who need you because they need the next steps. They need the guidance. That's, that's exactly how I look at life. And that's why I'm smiling. So let's go back to money's on sale. What money? The employer-sponsored plan. So everybody that has a 401k, most people have the ability to take a loan from their 401k. And it costs them nothing. Well, actually it costs them something, but it doesn't really cost them anything to take a loan. There's no taxes. There's no penalties because they're not taking a withdrawal. They're calling. And I just did this yesterday with a guy. I said, just call your HR. Go online. Do you have loans available? He went online and in five minutes called me back. He said, yeah, it's right here. It says take a loan. I said, how much is available? He said, 50 grand. I said, great, get it. He said, yeah, but I, I clicked the button and it's got a five-year repayment and that five-year repayment is going to cost me this much bi-weekly. I said, no problem. I'll find somebody that will make your payments for you. And then you know what else they'll do? They won't just make your, your payments back to your 401k. You know what they're going to also do? Give you some extra money that you can use to pay for your car. Folks, Here's the conversation you start having with people. You start talking to them, not about like your, you got to show them your opportunity, but don't talk to them about them lending you money. Talk to them about what their problems are. And you know what America's problems are right now? Their car payment's a problem, okay? The fact that they want to take their family on a vacation when this thing's all done, but they're just not going to have the money to take their family on a vacation. The fact that when this thing's all done, they can't wait to take their entire family out to a nice dinner, but they're not going to have the money to do that. You are all the opportunity. You are all the one that can solve people's problems. And if you want money for your deals, go solve people's problems. And people's problems are not that they want to be millionaires. People's problems are not that they want to be the next real estate icon guru. People's problems are they want to pay for their car payment. They want to have money to take their family on a vacation. They want to have money to take their family out to dinner. You can solve every one of those problems. Their 401k, that loan, that 50 grand that they can take out, Guess what? They have to pay that money back. Offer to pay that, that money back. Offer monthly to ma mail them a check that will pay that money back each and every single month. And then also tell them not only will you pay that monthly amount back, give them extra money. Give them two or three hundred bucks on top of that. This will be the cheapest money you've ever borrowed. But here's the second thing. What they don't understand about the loan on their 401k is when they pay that money back, they have to pay it back with interest. But who gets that interest? Does the, does the Wall Street firm get that? Does their company get that interest? Oh, no. They get that interest. Literally, by taking a loan from your 401k or by having somebody else take a loan from their 401k, they just guaranteed themselves repayment with interest, folks. They're not getting 5% in the market. And if that's the interest they got to pay on that loan, they are just literally guaranteeing themselves their 401k is going to grow by 5%. Whatever it's like that interest savings. Is. It is for savings. And you know what it is even better, Steve? It's them learning how to be the bank. Because if they can learn that one strategy, how much further can they take that strategy with what we did on the last podcast? And how many they people will they talk about? To infinity and beyond, infinite banking. They'll tell yeah, everyone. And then I want to ask one thing right here, right? Because one of the things that, uh, you know, for me, I don't want to say pitching, but when you're talking to people, uh, one of the things that I found kind of scares people away is the word opportunity. So when you're talking to people, do you use the word opportunity or do you say, or do you call it something else? 
Um, I normally say, you know, I, if I'm talking to somebody, I say, hey, look, you know, I, I, I want to talk to you about something. Like, let's say they, I know they have equity. I say, what if I could show you how to have your house pay for your car? And you don't have to do anything different. You don't have to change anything. But what if I could show you how to have your house pay for your car? And they say, well, pff, sounds too good to be true. <laughs> that one rings a lot, right? Sounds too good to be true. Well, just do, do coffee with me. Let me take you for coffee or let's do it right now. You can't go for coffee. So let's do a call. Let's do a Zoom call. And I'm going to show you how I can show you how to do that. That's how I do it. Now, the opportunity is I'm talking to real estate investors, mostly in your crowd here, right? Every, yeah. Most everybody here is a wholesaler, a flipper, a, a rental, or you're in real estate, most of you. So I'm saying opportunity. It's your opportunity that solves their problem. Talk gotcha. to them not about your opportunity, but about their problem. Okay, their problem is their car payment. Their problem is those things I said. So talk to them about that. And also just give them just a little education. And if you don't feel confident give them, giving them that education, guess who is confident? Send them my way. Send them to my, we'll talk about MSTV, but send them there. And, and I'll teach them exactly how to be the bank and how to take advantage of these terrible times to get ahead and see it as an opportunity instead of an obstacle. So let's go another round on 401ks because one dangerous thing about 401ks and employer-sponsored plans is if you take a loan and you lose your job, that loan immediately becomes, it has to be repaid. Otherwise, it's taxed and penalized. So people need to think long and hard about taking loans right now because if you think you might lose your job, do not take a loan from your 401k. But then here's the other thing that's happening. Didn't I just say that tens and hundreds of thousands of people are losing their jobs? When they lose their jobs, what else do they do? Well, they go to their office, they take their belongings, their pens, their staplers. You remember that movie, Swing Line Staplers? Don't ever leave those for your employer. Take your Swing Line Staplers. They take their pictures of their family. But you know what most people forget to take? Their money. They leave their money in the old 401k. They just leave it there because they don't know what to do with it. So you, being the beacon of light, being the shining hope, and being the one who knows, talk to them about, well, hey, I know you, you just lost your job and it's terrible, but did, what did you do with your 401k that you had over there? I don't know. I left it there. I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's lost like 30%. I said, well, you know what? I do know what to do. What you should do is get a hold of this guy or get a hold of this company and move that money to a self-directed IRA. Once you move it to a self-directed IRA, you know, all these deals that I'm always doing, you know, that I've been doing well, like, why don't we start doing some deals? Why don't we talk about doing some deals together? Why don't you move your money to a self-directed IRA so that you get full control? And you know what? When we start doing these deals together with your retirement money, you're not going to have to pay any taxes. You're not going to have to pay any penalties on that money because it's a qualified rollover to a self-directed IRA. Nothing hard about that. 401k rollover to a self-directed IRA custodian. Once it's in that custodian, as long as they're not your immediate family, they can lend money from that IRA to you for your deals. And guess what you can do? You can then repay them on a monthly basis, mailbox money, so that every month they're getting money. And then you start talking to them. How would you like to make 6 7 8% on your IRA, which is now in a 401k? But I can't pay you that if it's staying in that 401k. But if you move it to this self-directed IRA thing, then I can pay you 7 to 10%. And, you know, I'll go one step further. I know these are tough times and nobody wants risk. So what if I not only pay you 5 to 7% or 8%, what if I give you the security, the tangible asset securing that, I will put a mortgage on this property so that if I don't pay you or something happens or I decide that Fiji is a really nice place right now because I'm not comfortable with the U.S., you get the house. And I'll put it right in the note that if I don't pay you, you can foreclose and take this property. How does that sound? See, folks, now you're explaining something to them that now really gets them to start thinking. They might not have even had this conversation or wanted to have this conversation three weeks ago. 
But the times are a changing, and this is the time where you push and you are going to win. But you can't push if you don't have the knowledge, and that's what I'm bringing you. There is trillions of dollars out there. I just want you guys to all take action steps today. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down all of your income sources first. Then I want you to write down all of your expenses. The first thing you all need to do is a budget. Get a budget made immediately. And then I want you to look at your income sources, and I want you to really be honest with yourself and say, which one of these might go away? because that's very real. Which one of these might go away? Which one of these might drop 50%? Which one might drop 75%? And then what we're going to do, we're going to draw another column. It's going to be the new income source. And we're going to create new income sources because digital is the new way. And you guys are all going to have to go digital. So that's another way you can do it. But also, once you start figuring out where your budgets are, you're going to know how much money you can start spending to push. Okay, second thing you're going to do, I already talked about the bank accounts. That's great. But you're going to make a list of all the people you care about, your friends, your family, your coworkers. Now, why are we making a list again? We're making a list because all these people have your money. They have the money you need for your deals and they need your help, folks. They need you. They need you now more than they've ever needed you guys. We, as real estate investors, just became some of the most important people in this freaking country because we have the tangible assets. Uh, what is the one? We have the meat. I'm vegetarian, but isn't that an Arby's commercial? Arby's, we have yeah. the meat. Well, we have the tangible assets. It's the same freaking thing. So go out there and market what you actually have and how that Yeah, that's a great point because I, I can't remember who was on the, on the show recently. And basically what they're talking about is they were so nervous getting money. And it might have even been you. I, don't, I don't, honestly don't remember who was, who was the guest. But so many people are afraid, right? They feel like, oh, this guy's got the money. You know, he's has, he has all the power. And how do I have this conversation with them? And the guys with the money don't have what we have, which is access to the deals. We're more limited qu quantity than they are. We feel we're intimidated, but in reality, we are the ones that they need, not the other way around. Absolutely correct. And that, that might just have just shifted, right? Because before I know, with raising money, and, and guys, listen, I'm an expert at money. I'm an expert at private money. Literally, I wrote the freaking book on it. I wrote the book on private money. So I, I definitely know where all the money is. But I was even having trouble having talks with some of these people that had money in Wall Street because I was having conversations about, you know, solving their problems, but they didn't really have a lot of problems. Their problems weren't that they weren't making money. Their problems weren't that their stocks weren't performing. So if I was competing against stocks, maybe Apple or Tesla, I couldn't compete. I couldn't pay what they were making in the markets. Guess what just happened? That's not happening anymore. They want to talk to me. I'm getting calls from multi-multi-millionaires, 60, 70 million dollars. These people would have a conversation with me before because I'm in the same network, but we couldn't really talk money and opportunities because I couldn't do that. They're you weren't as interesting me. back then. You got a lot yeah, harder. They're, they're calling me. NBA players are calling me. Folks, I'm not trying to sit there and say they're only calling me. They'll call you too. If you know what you have, in this real estate business, you will understand your worth and you'll understand that people like NBA players, people like multimillionaires, folks, they now need you more than they've ever needed anyone before. Literally hey, think about that. What's that? You want to hold that book up again? Yeah. Private money guide. So the just, private money I'll, guide. There you go. I'll give, I'll give this to everybody that's on here. I'll, I'll, I'll literally give it to every one of you. Um, I, I can either give you guys, so what, what do you think they'd prefer? The audiobook version and MP3? I can give that to them all for free. What if I gave every single one of you guys my brand new audiobook that was filmed at Capitol Records in LA? I'll give you guys my audiobook on that and I'll do it for free. You just got to take it in an MP3. You guys want that? 
I think that's right, awesome. I'll, that's awesome, Chris. I'll give that and you can post that so you guys all get my book because that's what you guys need. You guys need to understand the principles in that book because that book shows you where all the money is. It shows you how to structure your deal to present the opportunity. It shows you exactly how to think like a real estate investor that has something that everybody wants and it's going to give you tangible steps to do that. So you guys all get the audio book for free. So I just appreciate you guys so much. I'm willing to do that. So I'll give you that link for the, the audio book and everybody gets it. All right. So everyone that's listening right now, you got to go onto Facebook, send me a DM and I'll go back and track and send you guys all in response there. I don't have a great lead capturing system right now for this. Didn't know we were going to do this. So go to Facebook because <laughs> Instagram disappears, right? The Instagram messages disappear. So go to Facebook, send me a message and I will, I will send everyone. I'll reply to everybody with the link. And I, I mean, it, it's just like, that's just one thing. I mean, once I haven't even started talking about what MSTV is, but I know we talked about before this talking about it. This opportunity is an opportunity of a lifetime for me, right? So I have all this knowledge and I want to help everybody, especially real estate investors. You guys are like family to me because I'm a real estate investor and, and, and I think just like you guys, I've done what you guys are doing. I've been in the trenches. I've suffered. I've almost lost it all because of real estate. I've been there. So you guys are just like family to me. So, I, so one of the things that I had the opportunity to do when we got grounded, so I was in Orlando two weeks ago. And I was setting up, I, I do events all across the country and I speak at events all across the country. So that was my business model, right? I was in a different city three times a week. When I was in Arizona, I left Arizona, I went to Nashville. I came home from Nashville, I went to Orlando. That was my life. Well, guess what? My life changed like that. One day, one announcement and I'm grounded and I can't. My whole business there, my, my whole events business, my seminar business screeched to a halt. But that was the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me. Some people would have saw that as an opportunity, or I'm sorry, as an obstacle. I saw it as the greatest opportunity ever because it gave me the ability to take everything I'm doing on the road and bring it virtual to every single person. But then I had some difficult decisions to make. So I wanted to basically create this entire platform, almost like a TV station, right? So that's why we called it Money School TV because that's exactly what I want. I want my own TV station. So MSTV is literally that. I wanted a broadcast that I could give to every single person in America that wanted it, only people that wanted it. I don't want people that are tire kickers and trolls, but I wanted all the people that need guidance, but not just guidance, literally play-by-play -play guidance, step-by-step -step guidance, small little bite-sized trainings on exactly what's happening in the markets right now. Right before we did this live, I did a recording. I did a recording on all these principles, on these papers, all these things that business owners need to be doing. And that, I did a recording on that. Every day I'm doing two or three of them so that everybody has that knowledge in 10 to 15 minute recordings. But then I said, you know what? I don't do coaching. I don't coach hardly anybody. I have two coaching students because I don't coach. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open that up. I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna do group coaching with this network, with MSTV. But then my hardest decision, what do I price it at? How much do I charge for something with so much value? How do I bring that to the world? And then I had all these ideas of what we should charge. My team said, well, we should charge this. And my wife, the single biggest boss that I have, said, Chris, America's in trouble and they don't have extra money right now. They don't have the money to spend on that. They need what you have, Chris. They need it and they don't have the money. So you literally almost need to give it away for free. And I said, damn, Chris. I said, what does that look like? Like, what do you mean? And she says, well, these numbers you're talking about, absolutely not. And I said, Larissa, I can't even afford to do it for less than that. She said, then figure a way out to do it. And I did. I sat down and I figured out, okay, in order for me to do it at the price that I'm doing it at, I have to have 1,000 members to make it break even. I need 1,000 people in 60 days. So what did I do? 
I priced it at a, exactly where it is. And this isn't some sales pitch. I'm not trying to sell you guys because I don't care whether you think I'm selling you or not. This is what you need to make millions. This is what you need to literally take market share. And this is what you need to do what nobody else is willing to do or able to do because they don't have the guidance and the knowledge. I priced it at 19 bucks a month, $190 a year. And I mean, like that's ridiculous. Like that's less than going to Starbucks for a week for me. That's less than one week of Starbucks for me. And I, by the way, guys, I'm not giving up Starbucks until they close. When Starbucks closes, we know we're in a lot of trouble. That's, the, that's when we know we're in trouble. So that's what I priced MSTV at. And it is literally the greatest thing I've ever built in my entire life. I couldn't be more happy about it, which is why this is the only time I've ever, ever like said that I am so comfortable in my own skin going out there and telling people about this and, and literally not selling it, but selling it telling people you have to pay $19 a month to be in this thing because I, I couldn't be happier. My team, when my team started working on this and they saw what we were creating, they all are smiling. They're so excited because you know what? There's something that goes beyond money and that's purpose. My team, the money school team had now has more purpose than we've ever had because we have the ability to change America's lives. We have the ability to change every real estate investor's life. And that is something that is, is, more purpose than anything else I've ever done in my life. Yep. And I think it's so important, you know, I think for 19 bucks a month, it's not very much. Uh, I think that if you look at right now, you know, I was reading reports last week from, from Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan. And I look at these reports with a little bit more credibility. And the only reason why is the guys that understand the money are really the smartest people in the country. Right. The, and I'm not talking about the guy you go in to deposit your checks or the guys helping you open your checking account. Not talking about those bankers. I'm talking about the guys that are controlling the money in the country. Those are the smartest guys. Those are the guys you need to listen to. And Chris, through his journey, has basically learned everything that they know. Right? Not so I think I'm always learning. I'm always learning. But Every a lot day. of it. Well, you know a lot more about it than I do. So that's why I look up to you. So um, <laughs> I think it's really important, though, to really understand money. Because if you don't understand the money then you're always going to be playing catch up. You're always going to be stuck, not in the rat race, because we all are doing really well, but you're, you're not going to be moving as far and as fast as you can than if you did understand how money truly works, which is a whole nother world. That was, key. that was key. How money really works. The biggest problem that we've all grown up with is we've been, we've been taught conventional financial knowledge. We've been taught our entire lives to give up control of our money. We literally have. You've deposited money at banks and banks have made 400 to 1300% on your money while you're, you're making less than 1%. You've given up control of your money by putting it in retirement plans with employer-sponsored plans or IRAs because you didn't know about self-directed IRAs or nobody's ever told you about it. Just like the banking systems. When I did that podcast, that had such a dramatic effect on people because they've never been told this. So simple. Steve, is that not like the simplest concept in the world? But nobody's ever told you how to do it's it. It's simple. But not talked about, not shared. So you know what? And I don't, maybe, you know, I wasn't planning on asking, asking you this question, but, you know, there was something that was announced last weekend, right? Not this weekend, last weekend about the reserve lending money at zero, okay? And it got some people talking, but I really didn't even care about the zero part. You know, dropping the Fed rate to zero, honestly, that part of the article, if that was the only part of the article, it would have been very interesting. But in that article, buried was something way more interesting that nobody's talked about. And I'm actually kind of shocked that no one's talking about it. But they dropped the deposit requirement to zero. Yes. So before, you know, we talk about velocity of money, you know, the bank takes $100 from you and they can lend $100 nine to 13 times. That's the velocity of money they can make 
that's how they make their money, right? So that's why when you go to, to the bank to borrow money or to withdraw your money, it's like, oh, we don't have it because everyone else withdrew their money. But my bank, my money should be there, right? But now that they reduced the deposits to zero, you know, we're talking about too big to fail and all that crazy stuff. That honestly has, that kind of made me a little nervous, honestly, last weekend. And nobody has talked about that. No, and you're absolutely correct. And the reason I don't talk about it a lot is it's a very controversial topic. It's a topic that can really go one of two ways. And it's a topic that could probably get it so that if I went viral with something, I'd have a couple black SUVs pull up in front of my house. Seriously. Because, like, here's the thing you guys all need to understand. The stuff that I know up here from being in Wall Street for six, 16 years, for being around the people that I am, I have so much knowledge that literally I could get the wrong attention. This is the right attention. But if I start really talking about what I know about the reserve, the Fed reserve, and how that really operates, people are not going to be happy because the truth hurts. And that's what I'm bringing. That's why I'm doing it on a private channel, MSTV. Oh, I'm going live and unfiltered there. If you can't handle the truth, do not. Do not go to MSTV because the truth can hurt and it will hurt. But the truth can also make you the most wealthy person you've ever seen. And it can also give you the ability to help more people than you've ever dreamed of being able to help. But you're right, that, that being dropped to zero, when you think of being too big to fail, folks, there's no business too big to fail. There is no bank too big to fail. And if you understand how the Federal Reserve works and you understand the, the things that are talked about in the creature from Jekyll Island, then you will understand that we are in some serious trouble. Do you guys ever like think about inflation? This, we're getting off topic, but that's, is it okay if I just kind of take them down that journey please, of what you said? Please. So do you ever wonder why that before this thing started, why a gallon of milk was whatever it was? I don't shop groceries, but why it was what it is. And now it's a little bit more. Have you ever wondered why a year ago things were cheaper than they are now? Have you ever wondered why back in the 1950s things were so cheap? And, and, you know, I always talk about this being your dollars are worth the most today than they ever will be. Well, it's because of a thing called inflation. But does everybody under people think of inflation like, oh, it's just it's just how things work. Things just get more expensive as as the economy grows. Full deep, deep, deep. Yeah, you guys get it. That is not what it is. You hear these things about the Fed printing money, right? A, thou, a trillion dollar. I think it's now two trillion dollar like package for now. Now we're at four. <laughs> They're talking See about how this four. escalates. They're talking about four. And maybe it is going to take four. You can't throw money at this problem. Money is not going to solve this problem. It's going to solve it for a little bit. $1,000 per family might get most families a month, maybe half a month, but it'll help. Okay? And, and I can't fault them for trying to do what they're doing. But as they print $4 trillion, do you understand what that means? The Federal Reserve prints the money and it's all just digital now. I mean, you can visualize it with suitcases of money. One is a suitcase of money. One is a suitcase of treasury bills and treasury bonds. The Fed basically exchanges dollars to the government in exchange for debt, debt for dollars. And the debt is treasuries. And the problem is, is as the government keeps printing more money, what you have to understand is there is no money to support that debt. Zero. It's what Steve was just talking about. There is no money. Money isn't even real anymore. Okay. It's on a, it's just a, it's a push of numbers across a computer screen. That's all it is. So if money isn't even real and there's nothing supporting it, when we had the gold reserve, it was different, but things are very different now. You have to start understanding inflation at a very high level because inflation is nothing more than a hidden secret tax. And once you understand that inflation is just a tax, you start looking at it very differently. You start understanding every time you hear the government printing more and every time you hear of that 
that deficit going up because they keep printing more money and putting more money in the system. Now, this is this whole thing. You can get really conspiracy theory and really down in the weeds and start talking Illuminati. But is this really because they wanted to pump more money in the system and steal more of the middle Americans money? I don't know. And I'm not going there and I'm not even getting that. I'm just focused on helping people right now. But when you start diving deeper and deeper, deeper, understanding this, you will understand that what is happening right now is not by mistake. This isn't. And the, the printing of money as a bailout and a stimulus program is going to devalue all of your money. And as a matter of fact, and I don't remember the dates, but if you guys go to my business Facebook page, Chris Noggle, my business page, I just put something up to explain exactly what I'm talking to you about. There's a video on there. It's about five minutes long, and it explains the simple, basic thing that I'm talking about. This video also says that there's a nobody ever looks back and says, well, why in 1950s could we have bought you know bread for that, and today it costs this? And if you do the math, that means our value of our dollar from 1950s has been devalued 90, 93 or 96%. Think about that. Your value is the value of your dollar is worth 93 or 96% less today than it was then. And that is what I'm talking about. So when you start thinking about this whole thing and this whole house of cards, if you will, you really need to start thinking that it's you versus them. And you need to take control of your money and stop giving up control. You think 401ks are for your benefit full. They're so that the government has a plan to get your money later because all you're doing in a 401k is giving up your good dollars today in hopes of making more money. Then taxes go up, right? Taxes go up. So you just compounded your taxes. Then at 59 and a half, we have the ability to take our money out. And what do we have to do when we take our money out? Pay more taxes. At what? At a higher tax rate. And what else? Your money's worth less money. Think about it, folks. Think about what you've been taught your whole life about money. You've been taught to give up control so that somebody else can control your money and make a ton of money on it. This I love what you said before. Turns. Money is the only thing that you would put away and not use later. Like you wouldn't buy. What was, it? What, what was, it? What was the expression for bread or milk? What was it? Oh, we, we do things with money. We would never do with things that money buys. Is that, that what yep. you mean? So mm -hmm. and I'll just let me just do that again because some of you didn't see that. We, we give up control of our good dollars today to be paid back with weaker dollars later. You already understand that. And what we're actually doing is we're doing things with money that we would just never do with things that money buys. Think about this. Would you ever go to the store, buy a nice loaf of Italian bread, come home, put it in your freezer, close the door, and then wait 5, 10, or 15 years, then come back to your freezer, open the door, and take out that loaf of bread, look at that freezer burn, whatever color it would be, and say, yum. No way. You wouldn't eat that. That would be a freezer burned lump of something you wouldn't eat. Would you ever buy a car and wait 5, 10, or 15 years to drive that car? No. Would you ever buy your dream home and wait 5, 10, or 15 years to move into that dream home? If you're married, you wouldn't be after that. You see, we do things with money we would never, ever, ever do with things that money buys. But that's because we've been taught to do this. We've been told that money works a certain way. This is the backward bicycle, folks. This is what I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you the thing that no one else is going to teach you because no one else can make money on you folks. The advice you've got in your whole life, the advice you've got from your advisors, from your bankers is self-serving advice. When I was an advisor, I gave advice and it was some of the wrong advice because that's how I got paid. Your advisors are telling you to stay in the market because that's how they get paid. Your advisors are saying now is a good time to buy back into the market because that's how they get paid. Wake up, America. Think about what's really going on and understand that if you are in real estate, you hold the greatest 
key to the world. You, you hold the number one key and the best investment in the, on earth, and that is real estate. And if you can just figure out the money piece of that, you can basically control way more of that real estate. Wholesaling will become a whole new thing. Don't ever give up on wholesaling because wholesaling is nimble. It's quick. It's easy. It's cash flow. It's money. You need it. But guess what? You can start taking down rentals and build your passive income, your mailbox money, which right now rentals, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen because tenants aren't going to pay, but we'll figure that out. This too so, shall end. So I want to just, uh, just real cap, real, real cap, recap real quick. So pulling all the capital, right, that you have, yes. lines of credit, whatever, pulling all out, spread across the different banks, have conversations with people that you care about, uh, friends, family, uh, other people that you think have access to capital that are watch their, all their gains wash out from the last four years or 5% sounds really sexy. Is there any additional steps from there or is that just... Well, remember, go make your list of all the people that you know that have employer-sponsored plans or IRAs and start having conversations with them about their problems and solve their problems. Just be a problem solver, folks. Be that beacon of hope, that shining light in the darkness for all the people you care about. And when you do that, don't have any ulterior motive, right? Just tell them how to solve their problems. I got a call from a guy the other day, and all I did is I gave him advice. And you know what he said? I gave him so much great advice, and I, he took my advice, and he saved hundreds of thousands of dollars in market loss because he took my advice. And he said, they need you to help me. He said, I, and I gave him all this great stuff. He's like, well, how do we pay you? Like, what do you charge? I want, I want you to mentor me. I, I mean, what do you charge? I said, I, I'm not charging you anything. I said, join MSTV so that I can count you as somebody that I can actually continue to help. I said, I don't want to charge people. Like I can make money 10 different ways and you are not one way that I need to make money. I just need you to help yourself and I need America to help themselves and I need all of you real estate investors to go out there and help people solve their problems because you're the only ones that can do it. You're the okay, only so one. I'll ask, so I'll, I'll just add three things here to you know start wrapping it up. Um, if you guys are interested in the audiobook, send me a message on Facebook because messages on Instagram disappear, unfortunately. So send me a message on Facebook. Chris is going to send me the link for the audiobook and I'll forward it to all you guys. Uh, go to moneydisruptors.com if you want to have more information 